Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. Coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. You are hearing the opening theme of the hit ABC television show, Roseanne, which just was recently canceled by ABC. Roseanne was the newly rebooted show. Uh, It was ABC's number one rated show. It had millions of views each week, and everyone was excited about this new reboot of the show Roseanne. And, I mean, why not? Roseanne was a show that was very entertaining. It tackled real-world problems. It tackled real issues that people deal with every single day. It focused on a working-class family, and it really gave people a relatable show to watch. I personally, I love the show Roseanne. It tackled issues like drug use. It tackled issues uh, with family problems. It tackled controversial issues that a lot of TV shows would be afraid to go after, especially a TV sitcom that ran for only 30 minutes on primetime, which was what Roseanne was. It was a comedy. But now Roseanne has come to an end after Roseanne tweeted out a racist tweet against former senior advisor for President Obama, Valerie Jarrett. The tweet stated verbatim here, I'm quoting, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. She tweeted this tweet out on May the 29th at 1.45 a.m. And she claims that she was on the medicine Ambien, which is a sleep medication, And Ambien responded back by saying that racism is not a side effect of any of their drugs that they put on the market, which was a pretty awesome thing to tweet back out. I think that was very clever. Uh, Roseanne, on medication or not, she should not have tweeted something like that out. It really does not make sense that people that have all the success in the world go out and are that stupid Stupid enough to tweet something out so racist. Tweet something out. Even if you are not a sensitive person and you don't feel like everybody else is a sensitive person, how can you still not have the common sense to think before you tweet something like that out thinking, okay, this may cause a huge problem? Um, I consider myself sensitive to a lot of people and a lot of things. And um, there's a lot of times that I might even say something And I'm like, oh, well, I can't believe they're offended by that. I'm sensitive. If I don't get offended by that, how could they? But a tweet such as the tweet that Roseanne tweeted out, how can you be so delirious, so clueless on thinking that no one would think that tweet was a big deal? Now, after all of the stuff that's been coming out about Roseanne, she apparently had tweeted out many, many, many things that were very racist. Now, I'm not going to read all of them because you can get online and you can look at it. But one of the tweets that I came across was a tweet that she tweeted out in December of 2013 of Susan Rice. She said, Susan Rice is a man with big swinging ape balls. So there again, she compared Susan Rice to an ape. So Roseanne, I don't think that the drug that you were on caused you to tweet this. I honestly just think that you are someone who you exercise your freedom of speech and you don't care who it defi- you don't care who you hurt, you don't care how you make others feel as long as you just express your opinion. 
And we do have freedom of speech in this country. That's why Roseanne is not being arrested for um, anything that she tweeted out. But there are consequences to still saying things in this country. So, I mean, it's it's a gray area there with freedom of speech. Yeah, you can say anything you want in this country, but there's going to be consequences. You might not necessarily get locked up, but you are going to be uh, facing consequences. And one of the consequences that Roseanne is facing is the cancellation of her show. Now, I am disappointed that ABC canceled the show. I think that that was a very harsh punishment overall. I think that Roseanne is not the only one who suffers from this. The two to 300 people that work on the set of Roseanne are now out of a job. Other co-stars that had promising careers, uh, especially the young people on Roseanne, they are out of a job. And to me personally, it doesn't make sense that ABC would cancel such a successful hit. I think that this is a perfect example of why you should not lash out within the first 24 hours. Within 24 hours of Roseanne's racist tweet, ABC, a multi-billion dollar company, because ABC is owned by Disney, and Disney is a multi-billion dollar company. Within 24 hours, a multi-billion dollar company decided to cancel their number one comedy. Within 24 hours, they didn't let it marinate. They didn't give a lot of thought to it. They just canceled the multi-million dollar project for ABC. After the millions of dollars they put into advertising and the time that they put in and the effort that they put in to this new show, they canceled it. And I think that is a result from acting too fast. Because there was other routes that they could have taken that would have been more uh, profitable for the network, would have been better for these people's careers. I think that instead of canceling the show of Roseanne, I think that Roseanne should have been uh, fired. I can get behind uh, them firing Roseanne from the show. I can get behind that. Um, That's uh, her tweet... It was just, it was stupid. She was so stupid for tweeting it out, for thinking that she could just be in the spot that she is and be able to go online and harass people like that. Um, you know, if I was the president of ABC, I don't know what the decision I would have made. I don't know if I would have fired Roseanne. I don't know. I would have given it more thought. I wouldn't have lashed out within 24 hours. But it is what it is. They did what they did. But I think that uh, they should have just, if instead of canceling the show, ABC should have just fired Roseanne and rebranded the show. They could have called it The Connor Family. They could have called it Dan and did a show about Dan Connor. Uh, they have been rumors speculating that that could happen even. Uh, Roseanne, the season finale of the reboot, for the season one reboot, it left off in a good position for the show to be rebranded. Roseanne was getting addicted to pain medicine because of her knee injury, and she was uh, pressured to go have surgery on her knee because Dan is afraid that she's going to die from drug addiction. So it leaves the show in a spot to where they could have Roseanne go in for surgery on her knee, not come out of the operating room due to an unsuccessful surgery, die on the table, and then it could have... Dan left with his older daughter who lives with him and their three kids, or or his three grandkids. 
or the show um, has flirted with the idea of doing a uh, rebrand on Darlene, the daughter, talking about her raising her family after her mother died. They could keep the set. They could keep the cast members. They could make ABC in a good position by uh, financially and uh, from a PR standpoint. Just getting rid of Roseanne probably would have solved a lot and would have been the better option. But they decided not to do that. They decided to just cancel the entire Roseanne show. But if they rebranded the Roseanne reboot, I don't think it would have been a huge success. I think at most they could have uh, chopped out 13 episodes of this rebrand and that would have been it. But they canceled the show, which does nothing but make them lose money. Uh, so the show is over. Uh, the show, like I said, it wouldn't have been successful. I think that the show Roseanne was 100% Roseanne. It was all about Roseanne Barr, uh, her character, Roseanne Connor. It was all about uh, just the life of Roseanne. And that show was built around her. It was marketed around her. All the stories were around her, essentially. So I guess if you're going to get rid of the star, if you're going to get rid of Roseanne Connor, you might as well go ahead and kill off the show Roseanne. Just kill it off. Um, so that's probably their thought process behind it. But still, don't just react within 24 hours. But they did. ABC is getting praised for their decision. A lot of stars have praised them. A lot of people from the public have praised them because of their bold decision to cancel their number one television comedy. But I think this opens the door for a lot of shows that are the top of the world to be canceled within any given moment. It doesn't matter how successful the star is, how successful the show is, how much money the show is bringing in. If you have one person say something wrong that's a part of your show, it could cause a huge problem for the show, possibly even cancellation. We've seen it now from Roseanne. Now, I would say most television shows, they have the ability to just fire the character and kill off the character, get rid of the character, or just write them off the show. But when you have a show that's built around one character, essentially, when the show is actually named after that character, it makes it a little bit more difficult. Okay, so if I was the president of ABC, and it was my decision on whether or not to keep Roseanne on the air or not... Here's what I would have done. Uh, I would have assessed the entire situation. And apparently, according to a lot of the co-stars that were on Roseanne, they were saying that they didn't want to be a part of the show anymore, even before we heard the news that Roseanne was being canceled. Wanda Sykes, the executive producer, she decided that she was not going to return before the news of the firing came out. Uh, Emma McKinney, who played the granddaughter of Roseanne, said she was actually calling her agent to tell him that he that she wanted to quit the show because of Roseanne's racist tweet. So right there, you have the one of the executive producers and you have a co-star wanting to not be a part of the project of Roseanne anymore, regardless if the show was canceled or not, if Roseanne stays. So you have to take that into consideration. Okay, if we fire Roseanne, we can keep everybody on board probably, but if we get if we keep Roseanne, we already know that two people's going to quit. There possibly could be more. Uh, so keeping Roseanne 
or not to keep Roseanne would be what I would have to decide. Um, because I think that, you know, letting that go, keeping Roseanne and not really giving her any reprimand for it, uh, it could be a disaster. Sponsors could just drop from ABC altogether, could fall away from most of their television shows. Could you imagine? I mean, that would completely kill the entire organization. So I would probably just have to get rid of Roseanne. I think that people are sensitive today, more sensitive than they were uh, 10 years ago, heck, even five years ago. If somebody tweeted out something racist about a white person, which I feel like happens a lot from comedians or anybody, uh, I don't get offended by it. I did get offended a lot by um, a picture that was tweeted out during the Black Panther release. When that movie Black Panther came out, they uh, was all kinds of racist tweets going out towards white people, like a picture of three white guys working in a in a garden, and some black person went into Photoshop and photoshopped uh, a cotton field and three white people working in a cotton field with black people beating them with a whip. I thought that was racist, and that was offensive. So yeah, there are things that I, I find that offend me, but I get over it. Um, I, It's just... To me, you can't say anything about someone who is not white and get away with it. I believe that if a black person tweeted something racist about a white person, there would be hardly any punishment towards that person. Uh, But for some reason, if a white person tweets out anything racist over someone who is not white, it is a big deal. But... If someone tweets about somebody who's white, I don't know if there's really any um, problems that people have with it. I can't think of any situations. If you can, let me know. Write me and tell me of a situation. I'll say – I'll get back on the air and say I stand corrected. But uh, if you say something racist about someone outside uh, the Caucasian race and you are Caucasian, you are – racist and you will get punished for it severely. You will be reprimanded by the public. <sighs> Racism just sucks all together. I don't know why we can't just all get along, not say mean things about people. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. The golden rule people was one of the greatest things ever written and it was very simple. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Valerie Jarrett responded to Roseanne's racist tweet. She said, let this be a learning moment. And I have to agree with her. Let it be a learning moment. Be careful what you tweet out on the internet. Once you tweet it out, once you write it on Facebook, once you put anything on the internet, it's always, it's always out there. And no matter how fast you hit that delete button, it's still there and somebody out there is going to get a hold of it. And they can get a hold of it. It's a risk. So be careful what you put on there. And that goes with anything. That goes with, <laughs> I mean, photos. That goes with you know, your thoughts on certain situations going on. And certainly, social media has created a platform for us to express our thoughts. And I'm a very big advocate of expressing your opinion. That's why I have a podcast. But just be careful what you put on there. My podcast, everything that I say, I'm going to be accounted for on this podcast. It's always going to be out there. 
and I said things, I have said things that I regret. Uh, there, I, I have said things that I've went back and I've said, you know, I probably shouldn't have said that, but hey, it's just, you know, it's, it's the decision that you as a social media user has to, you know, uh, ask yourself. And it's something that you're just going to have to risk if you want to be a part of that platform of giving your opinion. Twitter has been on fire because of this whole situation. Uh, a lot of other Roseanne co-stars tweeted. Uh, Sarah Gilbert, who created uh, the reboot, who was a big advocate for the reboot getting started, uh, she tweeted out that she did not dis- she did not agree with any of Roseanne's uh, statements about uh, Valerie Jarrett, she, uh, Roseanne's on-screen son, DJ. Uh, I think his name is Michael Foster. I think he, you know, he tweeted out that he was uh, appalled by Roseanne's tweets, and one person, one person's opinion on the show shouldn't reflect everybody's. And Roseanne responded back to both of them, basically saying, you know, thanks for throwing me under the bus. I built the platform for you to be able. Uh, to go and uh, speak on things like this, and you throw me under the bus like this, and Roseanne probably feels betrayed. I can only imagine how Roseanne feels right now. She probably is in the darkest place that she's been in a very long time. She was back making a huge comeback. She was getting her respect back, her career back, her life back, and within a matter of hours is just destroyed. And I think she's probably not let it wrap all the way around her. And I can see how that could happen. It's happened so fast. This has all happened so fast. You know, it's just been two days since the show has been canceled. Every one of her co-stars, her friends, she feels like she's just now going to be blackballed from Hollywood. I mean, who is going to hire Roseanne now? Who's going to have the balls to hire Roseanne now? <laughs> I don't see that happening for her. And uh, I'm sure she's in a very dark spot. But after this all dies down and this all goes away, everybody's just going to forget about Roseanne. Her old show is no longer on the air, and they'll probably keep it off the air. I mean, they took Dukes of Hazard off. It's never to be seen again because of the rebel flag. They've taken... The Cosby Show off because of the Bill Cosby uh, scandal. And now they've taken Roseanne off because of a tweet. Because of a tweet. So Roseanne is now just going to drift off and become a faded memory to a lot of people. Her legacy was destroyed within a matter of seconds because of Twitter. So yes, I agree with Valerie. Let this be a learning moment. All right, you guys know I just spent 19 minutes on the whole Roseanne scandal, so let's move on. The NBA Finals is underway. The Golden State Warriors versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron James versus Steph Curry. LeBron looking for his fourth title. Steph Curry looking for his third. It's a finals that I think a lot of people predicted. It makes you wonder, is the NBA set up? Because... Uh, it was so predictable. I, I don't think that you could set it up to the point to where you can have the exact game that you want, but you can definitely promote and push 
it to go into a certain direction. Uh, either way, game one has been played. It's been a, I'm a semi-interesting finals. I think that Boston and Houston blew it. Uh, but now we have a great finals game to watch. Warriors versus Cavs. I watched the first game, <laughs> which was a which was fun to watch all the way to the end. <laughs> there was uh, some scuffling, some arguing at the very last second of the game, the last two seconds of the game. But, hey, it's the NBA Finals. Of course, there's going to be stuff like that happening at sports. Tension is high. There's a lot of pressure. People want to win. There's going to be some heated moments. I love it. That's what sports is all about. It's boring if there is none of that. But I'll get. I'll start talking about the series as it progresses. Notice I did not have an NBA playoff series at all this year. I think that I've decided to go away from the NBA playoff series. I think that uh, it was just becoming too much about sports. There was a lot of sports talk on Off the Cuff in March with the college basketball. And then talking about the NBA every game with in the playoffs it was it became too much so i'm just going to be mentioning it here and there i don't think i'm going to be dedicating any more shows to an nba playoff series uh for off the cuff but guys i hope you've been enjoying your summer so far i know i have just got back from my dad's we had the hillside jubilee service at faith independent baptist church where preachers came in from all over the country they were called from the floor to preach it was a great service it's it's always good for the soul uh, to go and get uh, fed spiritually, and I really enjoyed myself. I had a great time, loved the service, loved it, loved being a part of it. It was amazing. Um, I found out that I have two listeners from my family. My Uncle Roger and my Aunt Irene listen to the show, and if you're listening now, I'm surprised that you made it 22 minutes into the podcast listening to me talk about Roseanne, but I appreciate it, and that means you're a loyal listener. So thank you guys. I love you guys, and I really appreciate you guys listening. I love seeing my uh, aunt and uncle at church. I see them uh, whenever I go home to my dad's, and they're just so awesome. They're pleasant people, people like being around them. If you met them, you would like being around them. You would know what I'm talking about. And I grew up beside them. Uh, my dad, his house is right across the creek from my Uncle Roger and Aunt Irene's. So I've always had easy access to ever get to them and talk with them. And it's always great to see them at church when I go back in. But th- that was successful. And uh, the Jubilee service was awesome. I wish I could have stayed longer, but I had to leave uh, a day early. But I really, really did enjoy it. Had a great time. Uh, Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks, broadcasting from Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to the show. We will see you in the next episode.